It's Friday. Welcome to Locked On Heat. On today's show, it's Player Preview Week, our annual breakdown of each player on the Miami Heat. Today, we're wrapping up the series with Hassan Whiteside, Bam Adebayo, and Udonis Haslam. But before we start the show, we're really excited to announce that the Locked On Heat season preview, the written Locked On Heat season preview, is officially out now and available for you to purchase. We have the link posted on our Twitter account at Locked On Heat. And of course, you can find the information on our Patreon page patreon.com slash locked on heat. You'll find where to get it, how to buy it. All that information is available with links right there. Again, Twitter, Patreon, you can find it there. David, a lot of work went into this. We're really excited to share it with everyone. It's absolutely fantastic, man. It's just, look, I know that a lot of our listeners have probably a pretty good you know grasp on this team, but I think with this comprehensive season preview, not only will they find out more about their favorite players and their favorite team, but they'll also see some great words from writers across the country writing about their own teams in context of Miami. There's some great art there, or art that we'll eventually hope to sell, and t-shirts, hats, and other forms. But it's just a really, really great comprehensive preview, I think. If you're, if you're interested in Miami Heat and you love the team as much as we do, this is for you. And it's entertaining. It's not even, it's, there's a lot of information, a lot of great information to learn more about the Heat um, with our awesome perspective, of course. But you wrote a great column. You, you brought back Serial or Not Serial, which longtime listeners on the podcast will fondly remember, I'm sure. You wrote a whole column, Serial or Not Serial. Really excited about it. So, again, uh, information at Locked on Heat on Twitter or find it on our Patreon page. Patreon.com slash locked on heat. Um, but for now, let's get to the show. You are locked on heat, your daily Miami Heat podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, let's do this. Welcome to Locked On Heat, your daily Miami Heat podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where we break down every news item, rumor, game, and more. My name is Wes Goldberg. I'm a credentialed writer covering the Heat and the NBA for Fansided. You can find me on Twitter at WC Goldberg. And I'm David Romillo, credentialed NBA writer who's covered the Heat and League at large for SB Nation and Fansided. You can follow me and my writing on Twitter at DRomel13. We're finally here, David. Day five, last day, final day of our Heat player preview series that we've been running all week long. Every day, we've answered five key questions about three different players. Uh, we talked about a key stat from last season, what their role will be this season, and then determine what their goal will be for this season. And uh, what we're going to say about them next time, this time next year, and then we play our favorite game, FTK, filler, trade bait, or keeper. But let's start the final day of our player preview series with Hassan Whiteside. David, your key stat for Hassan Whiteside from last season. Not a good one, unfortunately. 15.4, that's his minutes per game during the playoffs. I think we've talked about it a number of times. If you saw last year's postseason, you saw Hassan struggle against Joel Embiid. Couldn't figure out a role for himself. Uh, wasn't very effective. And we realize now that injuries probably played a much bigger part than what we had assumed they were. Uh, you know, we knew he was hurt. We knew that he had to bounce back. But we thought that he was going to be able to con- come back and return and, and contribute at a high level. Clearly, that wasn't the case. He struggled there. And, you know, part of that is the game evolving and his skill set not... Uh, meeting commensurately, uh, and so that's that's an issue. Uh, but you know there was also lagging, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, athletic issues there where he wasn't you know physically able to compete at the high level that we've seen him in the past. So um, hopefully he's better, he's healthier, he looks healthier th- this preseason. So maybe that's all in the past. But uh, that was a concern last year, and I think it it shadows everything as far as his accomplishments this season. Look, I tend to take a negative perspective when it comes to Hassan Whiteside, so I'm trying to get, I'm going to try to kick this thing off on a positive note. Go for it. 
70.3. That's his free throw percentage. Really good for a center. Um, I, we've taught, we, you know, the eye test looks like he's got good touch when he's shooting face up at the rim. Yep. The, that free throw percentage leads you to believe that for a center, for a guy his size, he's got, he has good touch. He's a good shooter. We've seen in the preseason, he's been willing to take threes. Um, he was 100% on his threes last year, two for two or three for three or whatever it was. Two for two, two for two. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to find a way to start this thing on a positive note, 70.3. I think he's got good touch, and I just think it's something we should pay more attention to. It's um, not a weakness as much as it was in seasons past, so mm-hmm. it's good to point out. What's his role going to be this season, David? Oh, I mean, rebounder, rim protector. I mean, that, that is mm-hmm. rea- the reality of what he does best, and I think he should focus on that. Um, there's always been something, at least, you know, in a very small way, that's Chamberlain-esque about Hassan and that, you know, he, he whenever he focuses on one particular aspect, he dominates in that one. Uh, he was the league leader in shot blocks, uh, you know, a couple seasons ago, and then he led the league in rebounding the season after that. And then last year, obviously, injury kept him from being able to be dominant in any one aspect. But when he wants to focus on something, he can do it well. I wouldn't be surprised... If even with the Nikola Jokic's and Carl Anthony Towns of the world, if he wanted to lead the league in assists as far as the center position is concerned, he could do it. Now, that's not to say that that would be a good thing because it would probably you'd absolutely dismantle the, the flow of the offense. But <laughs> that just shows you know the kind of skill set that he has. It's, a, it's varied. Uh, and he is a very good player when he wants to be. Unfortunately, that hasn't always been the case. I've got um, last line of defense. And... I mean that in an important way because yeah, he's a rebounder shot blocker, but I want him to really I want him to focus in on being the last line of defense here because there's a certain pride that goes into that. And uh it's more than just swatting shots into the stands. It's more, you know, than just putting up the numbers. It really is just stopping the opponent from scoring when they get near the rim, when they get into the paint. I want him to take pride into just being look, you're the last line. If if a perimeter player somehow gets past Josh Richardson, or blows by Goran Dragic or Rodney Magruder or whoever, you're the last dude there. And it's up to you not to get the block shot, but to just stop the other team from scoring. And so that's where I have him. That sounds like more of a goal for this season, but that's my role uh, for him this year is going to be the last line of defense. What is the goal for him this season? You know, I, I had written, and unfortunately it's already out there in our in our season preview, that I wanted him to put the bas- pass behind him. And while I think that is important and it is absolutely a goal for this year, I'm going to go one step further. He needs to make the all-star team. I think uh, at this point, that contract um, is not considered one of the worst in the league because he's still somewhat productive. But between his issues off the floor, the way he criticized the franchise, and the fact that he is getting paid a whole heck of a lot of money, he needs to justify it a little bit more. And and he needs to put up the kind of numbers that we expect him to make. I think uh, with LeBron out, uh, I think that opens things up in the Eastern Conference. And look, the all-star game, you're, you're, you're selected... As a front court player, so it doesn't matter whether you play a forward or center or anything in between, you can get chosen in there if you have a good enough year, and that's the challenge for Whiteside. I want him to understand it. I think he can do it, and I think when I asked Dwayne Wade about this at Media Day, he, he mentioned that this is a great opportunity for a lot of these younger guys, and he, that could have extended out to Whiteside as well, for them to step up and, and make that that distinction, have that distinction in their careers. Look, Goran made the All-Star team last year at the first for the first time uh, at 32 or whatever. And, you know, it's not like he was a young man and Hassan can follow suit. So I, I think that's the goal for him. So 
I love that goal. I think that's a way better goal than what I have prepared. But uh, one of the ways he can do that is, look, a lot of what we've been hearing about for Whiteside is, you know, getting leaner, getting more agile, being able to come out and defend on the perimeter, even shooting threes now, which Spo seems a little bit more open to allowing him to do. All that said, that's all great. That's all Carl Anthony Towns-esque. That's all great. But I need him to do the things that he does well, well. I need him to be really good at rolling and finishing at the rim. I need him to get a bunch of rebounds, I need, especially on the offensive end, offensive glass, uh, to clean up missed shots, which Miami is going to have a lot of missed shots this year. And yeah. so he's going to be able to rack up the points in those two ways more than anything. Let those three-pointers come into the flow of the offense. They just happen to be there. Like you, like he shot from the corner in the preseason, that was perfect. Um, get out on the perimeter a little bit more. That's fine. Uh, defensively, that's what Spoh's defensive system is d- designed to do. I think he could do that if he really is healthy. I think he's got the athleticism to do that and then get back and protect the rim. Um, but offensively, just do the things that we need you to do. Roll the rim hard. Set great screens. Do those really small but really important things. And you'll get to, and I, I think he could get to that all-star game. I think that's a realistic goal for him uh, to accomplish. What are we saying about Hassan Whiteside this time next season? Hmm, uh, let's see. Another Hassan contract year? Uh, <laughs> isn't last, next year the last of his deal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's it, a concern yeah. there. So I'm wondering whether or not... I mean, he's got the option, but yeah. I, I think he'll, you know, again, he'll... he'll be a little bit too aware of that and that's unfortunate but i think that's the reality of the league and and the way the contracts are structured is that you you always know that you're playing for that next contract because you 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 know your your timeline is a very short one and so i imagine that that would change things around a little bit like i think he'll have a great year this year at least i'm optimistic maybe that he will and then going to next year we'll all be positive and then you know maybe he'll be a little bit too aware that his contract is almost up and, and change his game accordingly, which could be a problem. But that's next year. It is next year, and it's very long from now. And I tried to come up, I you know, I tried to look forward, project forward. I have no idea what <laughs> yeah. we're going to say about Hassan Whiteside this time next year. Any, I tried to come up with a take here. I couldn't. It would be disingenuous. I have no freaking clue what we're going to be saying about Whiteside on October 12th, 2019. I have no clue. He might not even be on the team. He yeah. might be on the team and be the top one of the top five centers in the NBA. Yep. I have no... It, and it could be anywhere in between. He might completely fall out of the league. I have no idea what we're saying about him. So I just... I, I don't know. I haven't. I don't have an answer for this. I, look, I, I was right there with you, to be honest with you. I kind of had to come up with something for our preview. <laughs> but the reality is that he could fit anywhere. And that kind of fits into what I was saying before about... His skill set is so great, and and he can do so much when he's engaged that he really could be anywhere. He could be out of the league. He could be an all star. You know, it's it's going to be interesting to find out. I'm I'm again. I think that he can have a great year. He seems engaged. He seems ready to 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 go. And and I think that's great. And if that's the case, then hopefully he'll be consistent throughout the rest of his career. But you know, I, I can't I can't bet on that, and I don't think anybody else would either. Let's wrap up with uh, FTK, fellow trade by your keeper. This wasn't easy either, but what do you Yeah, I, I, I've got trade. I think uh, I think his value is as high as it's going to get. Um, even if he has an all-star year, I mean, maybe with one year left, you're looking at an mm-hmm. all-star, maybe. Maybe his value is higher at the end of the season, so we'll see. But I think for now, if you can explore a deal to trade him, you do so. I have trade bait, hopefully. I think that his value will be very – I think if he starts the season strong – December? You know what I mean? 
I think we're looking maybe at a December-January deal. I don't think it would last until the trade deadline. I do think Miami would try to move off of Whiteside because of the guy that we're going to talk about next, Bam Adebayo. But before we get to that, we want to talk to you about the Locked On NBA channel. Get all of your NBA previews this week at Locked On NBA. Today's the final day. They've done six teams a day, all five days this week. So if you haven't caught up, go back and catch up. 30 teams previewed by the local experts of the Locked On Podcast Network. Subscribe to Locked On NBA on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify, or tell your smart speaker to play podcast Locked On NBA. We'll wrap up season preview week with Udonis Haslam. I think we're saving the best for last, David. But uh, let's talk about Bam Adebayo, the promising sophomore player. He drafted him at number 14 overall last summer. Um, Showed flashes of great potential as a rookie. What was your key stat from his rookie season? 4.7 4.7 free throw attempts per 36 minutes. Uh, not, you know, not a particularly eye-opening statistic, but it's the second most on the team, and I think it's kind of indicative of his style of play. Uh, he's mm. obviously physical enough. Um, he, he's act, an active rebounder. He's so explosive; it's hard to keep him off the boards too. And, and though he might be a little undersized, uh, he, he, you know. I think he, he makes up for it because of that athleticism. So the fact that he's getting to the free throw line, it's second most to Hassan Whiteside, you know, who is this big lumbering body. I think it, it says a lot about Bam Adebayo that in his limited playing time, he's active enough where he's still getting fouled. You know, trying to keep him off the glass is such a challenge for defenders that I think he's getting into, he's getting other guys into foul trouble. So that's something I'm, I'm happy about. I have uh, 15.5%, which was his usage percentage. All right. Last season, that was one of the least Most. used players on the Heat yeah. last year. Um, I want that to go up. Look, I mean, I get it. He was a rookie. He didn't play a whole lot. Um, and when he was on the floor, he, you know, it's guys like Goran Dragic, Dwayne Wade, Josh Richardson. Those are the guys that are high usage players on the Heat last year. Kelly Olynyk, uh, high usage players last year. But you know, Bam could do so many things with the ball in his hand. We thought we saw that that crazy bounce pass that he had in the preseason against the Magic. Um, I, I love what he can do with the ball in his hands. I think he's better when the ball is in his hands, whether it's, you know, doing some of the... He, he had a fake dribble handoff in the preseason. I mean, he he's creative with the ball in his hands, and I want to see more of that. I want to see a higher usage percentage, and I want to see them throwing more lobs for him on the roll uh, because he's really, really good at that. He's such a natural jumper. He just jumps right out of the arena. Um, let's just let's get the ball in, in, in Bam's hands more. What is your role for him this season? He's a high energy big. I think that's the thing for him is, uh, you know, he comes in there and again, like you start off with Whiteside and we start to see more energy from Hassan and hopefully that remains the case in the regular season. But you don't ever doubt that Bam's going to bring that same level of energy and that's what you need from him, I think. He goes in there, changes things up. With a more polished, slower, less athletic Kelly Olenek playing alongside him, you want Adebayo to be that kind of wrecking ball Again, within certain reason, you know, within with some restraint, going in there, attacking the glass, and providing that kind of manic energy defensively that we saw from him. I'll never forget him uh, blocking Lamarcus Aldridge out on the elbow. That was a, a phenomenal display there, hounding him, uh, you know, on a one-on-one coverage. That was really, really impressive. So you just kind of want that energy to be the case more consistently. I have his role as just being the fire under Hassan Whiteside's butt. Ooh, uh, look. There's been a lot of talk in that locker room about the fact that they could play two bigs at once. They can't. Yeah. Of, co- they, of course they're going to say they can because they have to. Sure. Of course Bam thinks it can play next to Whiteside because he ha- probably does. But in today's league, you can't. 
and uh, realistically, Whiteside is the past, Bam Adebayo is the future, and we don't know when we're getting there. And if you're Whiteside, you're looking at Bam as this high-energy big, this guy who could is more naturally skilled than you, and you know maybe not, and probably right there, athletic athleticism-wise. He's there. Bam's knocking. And if you're Whiteside, you're trying to postpone the future as much as possible. Because right now, Whiteside is the best center on the Heat. He is the present of the Heat. But Bam's knocking. And uh, that's what his number one role is going to be, even when he's not on the floor, is just pushing Whiteside to be a little bit better. Um, What's his goal for this season, David? Continuing to show some of those same strengths, and then particularly on offense, I, I just want him to be much more polished than he was last mm-hmm. year. Uh, he doesn't have a you know, go-to offense game at this point. Um, you know, I think it's more on putbacks and things of that sort, but we know that he has the skills for it. He has the range of his jumper, so I want to see him kind of explore that a little bit. And I think we've seen shades of that in summer league and in the preseason. I just want that applying in the regular season as well. I have forced Spo to play him, and it's going to be by doing a lot of things you just said. You know, he was defined as raw as a rookie. He still is raw. Um, didn't play a lot that much in college. And so I think, uh, look, he'll clean up his game. He's under a great coaching staff. He'll get there. And, and I think that he has the natural skills and abilities that and, and energy that Spolster really likes. And I think he will force Spo to play him. I, I, there's a lot of guys in this rotation. Somebody's going to fall out. So Bam's goal is to not um what are we saying about bam this time next season how are we going to pay him uh you know i am worried about it because obviously the potential's there we've seen some great things from other teammates in camp uh and alonzo morning recently spoke about the, the future being uh bam out of bio wanting to see his jersey hang from the rafters someday as that kind of a player so you know obviously they want to make him a centerpiece in the future and how are they going to do that? I mean, with so many different players on its roster, if you make a move for Jimmy Butler, if you've got Deion Waiters and James Johnson and Son Whiteside and Goran Dragic all under contract, what do you do without a bio? So it, it's a concern, and I think next year is when they start looking at it and, and trying to figure out a way to make that not a concern. Right. They've already picked up his third-year option, obviously, and so uh, he'll, he'll be in the last year of his rookie deal, essentially, next Basically. year. And, yeah. and they'll have to figure out how to pay him. You're right. Um, I've got written here... We're just saying that Bam is really, really good. And I think he's going to show that this year. He's going to force Bo to play him. He will accomplish his goal. He'll force Bo to play him. Um, he will leapfrog us on Whiteside as the guy who should obviously be starting at center if Whiteside's still on this roster. Hmm. And I think we're just saying, wow, this Bam guy is really, really good. That's it. Um, filler, trade bait, or keeper, FTK. I think it's obvious he's a keeper. I think if the Heat were to have one keeper on the roster, it would be Bam out of bio. I have him as keeper. Um, all right. We have one more player for our player preview series, Dave. We'll get to that next. But first, Locked on NBA is here for you every day, not just Tuesdays with us. Every Monday, get the local experts on the biggest stories and then stay with Locked on NBA all week long to get daily news and analysis on everything going on in the league. Great for during the season when you just need a quick recap on what happened uh, in the night's action the night before. It's available on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Hassan Whiteside is down. Bam Adebayo is down. Let's wrap up player preview week with Udonis Haslam. This will be the last time we ever do a Udonis Haslam player preview. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not the case. We don't know that. That's true. He hasn't announced that he's going to retire, but it kind of feels like he's... Okay, so it's probably going to be the last time. 
Oh, whoa, Unless wow. We start- this is, you know, this is the exact opposite of Whiteside, where you wanted to start it off positively. This is negative. <laughs> You're going in there saying, welcome to the Wade's season, reti- Wade's retiring. Yeah, UD's going to do his thing. No, UD's going to do his own thing. We don't know that. Uh, we don't know that for sure, but it does, I, I would say 90% is, I would at least minimum. Well, well, maybe, we'll do a, be- maybe we'll do a, a front office preview next year. <laughs> okay, sounds good. But, uh, you know, I'm actually, that's actually what we'll be saying about him next year from me. I, I figure that what we're going to be saying is, I'm surprised he came back. I think he's going to come back for another wow. season. Yeah. Jumping ahead. Uh, yeah, well, that's that's the way I do things. It's the last day, baby. It's chaos. It's like the last day of school. I'm setting books on fire. I don't, I'm not even wearing pants. Your school sounds insane. That's not what we. That's not what we did in school. I, I went to Catholic high school. I, I didn't do any of those things, sir. <laughs> uh, key stat from last season: I have seventy-two minutes played by far, nice. career low. Yeah, I, I mean, 4.0, three-point attempts for thirty-six minutes. That's Ooh. my statistic. That he's gunning out there. He's become full chucker status. You know, he's look. I, he goes and, cl- and plays in garbage time. He knows it. Everybody knows it. When he's out there, he's going to stretch the floor as best he can. He's not going to hit the three, but he's going to sure give it a, a, a go. And uh, it, it's been impressive to see him evolve throughout the course of his career into a three-point shooter. His role on the team, uh, I just got culture captain. That's what he is. I mean, he is Udonis Haslam. Just that's what he is. Uh, that's listen, all I have to say. I, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little uh, upset here. Not upset. I'm distracted because Shams Charania of The Athletic tweeting out that Jimmy Butler called a players-only meeting today, airing his feelings towards the situation and management per league sources. Butler expressed to players he would compete with them as signs pointing to him staying with the franchise into the regular season. Cool. Well, that's that's certainly news. Yeah, well, we didn't want him anyway. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the role for Udonis Haslam, enforcer, mentor. I mean, yeah. I'm the, it's, it's hard to see him playing any kind of consistent minutes and uh you know when, he, when he's out there he's basically chucking threes at this point but he's also there to protect our young guys and also to teach them so i think uh, that's the important rule for him and i think that's where he's best suited at this point in his career uh what is your goal for him this season i want him to share the floor with Dwayne wade as much as possible if in fact oh, this really is good. the last year for both of them i, I want to see them out there i want to see Way drive to the hoop for a baseline Udonis jumper. I have uh, surpassed last year's sales for his subway chains and um, <laughs> and get off to a great year at, at 800 degrees wood fire kitchen. I just <laughs> that's that's his goal for the year. Um, focus on yes. those outside interests, Haslam. What are we saying about him next time? Uh, this time next year, you already said I uh, can't believe he's coming back. I am going to say. Um, Haslam, I don't know what he does, but I'm glad he's with the front office. Okay. So. Yeah, it, it's it's tough to see him in that role. I don't I don't think he's quite ready for it. I, I mean, I know he's going to be part of the Heat organization in some capacity for the rest of his life. Uh, I just don't I don't know what it'll be in the front office. He's Maybe not, like a, a a a player scouting type role, like no where you just way. sort of watch, like you get paid to just watch basketball games. No way. I can't see that. I can't. You don't, I, I don't, like I don't, an NBA scout, not like a college scout. Like a, yeah, you know, I, know. You, I, I can't see that at all, man, to be honest with you. Like, I can't. I know he I loves the game, but I just can't see him being that kind of guy who's just going to sit there and watch it all the time and then report back and say, you know, this is what this guy can do, et cetera. 
Mm. I just don't see that. I don't know. Community, I don't know maybe if he's like maybe he does like a or something like that. Maybe like community outreach or something like that. Yeah, know. that's a possibility. Maybe like maybe that's that out of see, business. Yeah, yeah, I could see that being a lot more a part of what he does. Community relations director or something like that. I also have a second answer for this. Um, okay, go for it. What should the statue be? We gotta know. <laughs> I want to know oh. what is if it, is it throwing a is it throwing the mouth guard at a referee is it throwing a water bottle in a locker room is it just that is it just a giant head scowling like I want to know what the statue is going to yes. be we know where it's yes. going to be I think uh, a bust rather than a whole statue mm. maybe like a giant bust with him like kind of you know chomping on his mouthpiece FTK keeper <laughs> obvious <laughs> all right well that wraps up player preview week one last time before we go. Woo-hoo. Please check out our Twitter and Patreon pages for info on how to get the written Locked On Heat season preview again. Super excited for what we've put together here. It's got writing from me and David from Friends of the Podcast. Uh, Contributions from a lot of you, our awesome listeners. We put out a call to uh, answer questions on a questionnaire. A lot of you guys really thought it through, so we just posted your entire questionnaire verbatim um, on there. And then we got an average, almost sort of like like a GM survey type thing. Uh, we got the averages and the top threes of a lot of the different um, questions that we put on there and and figured out what you guys really think about this team. And so we're we're excited to just not only have all the work that we put into it in there, but also all the work that you guys put into it. Because this is as much your show as it is our show. And so this is as much uh, your written player uh, or season preview as it is our uh, season preview. So we really appreciate the help there. Um, so again... You can find the info on how to buy it on Twitter or on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash LockedOnHeat. That's all we have for today. Thanks for listening. As always, you can reach us by sending an email to LockedOnHeat at gmail.com or on Twitter by using the hashtag AskLOHeat. And, of course, make sure to hit subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or whatever you use to listen. Music is courtesy of the Wild. Thanks for joining me, David. You got it, Wes. Thanks for listening. One last thing before you go. If you run a company and you're unhappy with your return from advertising online or in print, try something new and advertise on a podcast here at Locked on Heat. This is a great opportunity for local South Florida businesses to connect with Heat fans. More and more people are listening every day. 50% of U.S. households listen to a podcast, and one in five Americans between ages 18 and 49 listen to at least one a month. That's according to Nielsen. Thanks to the rise in mobile options from iTunes to Spotify and more to your smart speaker at home, there's more ways than ever to listen to podcasts. Now is the time to get in. Be ahead of your competition and start advertising on a podcast with us. Our rates are reasonable and based on the number of listens, so you get what you pay for, with numbers to back it up. Whereas print, TV, and radio ads are a shot in the dark. You have no idea who is reading, watching, or listening. That's not the case with podcasts. If you want to reach engaged passionate and knowledgeable South Floridians, this is the way to do it. For more information on next steps, email us at lockedonheat at gmail.com and we could be talking about your company on the next episode.